Welcome to the Mountain Bike Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Davidson, where it's my job to deconstruct the techniques, habits, and strategies of world-class mountain bikers so that you can discover how to shred with absolute confidence. We'll cover everything from breaking down exactly how you can ride faster with more control to reducing crashes and even how to transform your life with insights from the leaders of our sport. Whether you're a beginner getting started, an advanced rider hungry for an edge, or an elite rider competing to prolong your career, the Mountain Bike Movement Podcast has something for you. So get ready, let's drop in and go hit the trails. Hello, ladies and berms, and welcome to this episode of Mountain Bike Movement, the podcast where it's my job to deconstruct the techniques, habits, and strategies of world-class mountain bikers so you can ride with ultimate confidence. Now, today's episode is for riders who are serious about having more fun on the bike, who have hit a performance plateau. In other words, you've been working on something like drops, cornering, or getting a race result while eliminating crashes, but you are stuck. If you're flooded with tips, tricks, and techniques, but still not able to pull off the move, listen to the end because this episode is for you. Now, before we begin, I'll say loud and clear that tips, tricks, and techniques are basically the unholy trinity of mediocre riding. I'll explain why. Plus, I'll give you what you can do instead if you want real results. So let's start with here's why. Here's a situation I encountered just last night as I was live coaching with Shams March. He's the head coach of Mountain Bike Academy. And Shams, if you don't already know, is an OG. He is a Norba national champion, Red Bull Rampage competitor. He's a top five finisher in that same event. He's coached elite athletes such as Miranda Miller, Kate Courtney, and the late Steve Smith, plus countless others. So he's also authored multiple international training curriculums for coaches as well. And this is just the short list. It's about a page. So Shams is obviously a big believer that results come from mastery of the fundamentals. And everyone knows this, but out of the 10 million mountain bikers in the world, there's only a select few who truly understand it. Now, to illustrate this, let me tell you a story of one of Shams' students. It's a young junior racer who is actually in the elite ranks, very competitive, very fast on the bike. And Shams was telling me they went out for a private lesson with this young rider. And Shams was already astounded at how fast the young rider was, but he knew very little about actually what he was doing and why. So Shams stopped the young rider after a few laps and just asked him to stand on his bike, put his handlebar on a tree so he wouldn't fall over, just stand there still and show him his attack position for aggressive riding. Now, the rider got low, got really far back on the bike. Have you ever heard that before? Get back on the bike. (laughs) And Shams asked him if this was his balanced attack position. And again, the rider was like, yeah, this is it. So Shams asked the rider to let go of his handlebars. And the young rider kind of smiled and almost did it, but kind of stopped himself and said, "Uh, I will fall backwards if I do that. So Shams went on to explain what he meant, that being in the balanced attack position meant the ability to adjust. Okay. This rider you see had made it to an elite level of riding purely off of tips, tricks, techniques, and talent. Okay. They didn't actually know how to get into a neutral position to where they could adjust and find balance no matter what the terrain was. So this means that the rider had an automatic limit on their top speed. Now, the very next moment, Shams and his friend 
uh, that he was coaching basically took off down the trail and the young rider absolutely took off once he learned how to position his body correctly. So next thing you know, he was immediately faster on the bike, had a new level of performance without making a single change to his fitness, to his equipment, to his mindset, no other adjustments. And this is exactly what we all want. You know, we want that one quick tip that fixes everything. Now, the truth is that just tips, tricks, techniques, they really only go so far. Okay. Now, this also leads me to why I'm sharing this episode with you. While there are good coaches and knowledgeable riders out there, most of what your riding buddies and the internet tells you is loaded with these tips, tricks, and techniques that simply won't help you through a plateau. And the reason why is because I see this in things like, uh, like their daily email lists from people trying to sell programs and, and coaches. And while these people are honestly very likable, they're honest, they're entertaining, they're helpful. These are designed to keep you subscribed and eventually to buy the program. So I myself do stay subscribed to these lists and I've bought these programs before, so I don't even have any complaints, but if you are at a plateau in your riding, you don't need a daily email or an app or a one-off coaching session. You need a transformation. A tip, trick, or technique is only one piece of the puzzle. And the next example of how this unholy trinity of tips, tricks, and techniques isn't sufficient to bust you out of a plateau, it's information overload. The reason why these don't help you is because probably 99% of the correct information is, quote, out there, so to speak, but thousands of YouTube channels, tens of thousands of hours of YouTube content, and even programs with hundreds of lessons to practice, it's simply missing something. Attribution. Write this down. Attribution. It should be more obvious than this, but, and I don't know why nobody says this, but mountain bike coaching doesn't distinguish between a physical problem. In other words, a limitation of your mobility, a lack of strength, or even a motor control skill that's limiting you. They just show you the technique and tell you what to do. Okay. If your body can't do the move, then you can't learn the technique. So attribution in this case means that they're telling you a technique or a trick when really what you need is to be able to move your body properly in the first place. So if you're in your especially if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, and you're trying to ride at the highest level, it's absolutely critical that you attribute what you need to either a technique or a physical improvement that you need to make. There are really great mountain bike workout programs available to riders today. What I've found though, is they're more focused on fitness and they work best only if you have no injuries very few imbalances, and you're already a young, fairly fit rider. Or if you just want to use them to lose weight, those are great for those things. But when it comes to properly diagnosing your motor control skills versus a skill on the bike, nobody even does this. So you need to have correct attribution. Now, let me say this in another way. The problem with your riding needs to be properly diagnosed before the coaching advice is given. There are actually times when Shams and I are coaching and we look at each other and go, hey, this rider doesn't even need to be trying this technique yet. They need to go back to the off the bike work and get their body to move properly first so that they can do this technique. And guess what? The technique was cornering. It wasn't even a flip whip. So 
there are times when the single fastest way for you to improve something like cornering is for you to go off the bike and do work on your mobility or your motor control skills. Now, once you have the proper diagnosis, then you're able to make improvements. And, and again, this is why YouTube videos and going online, it's just a one-way street where you could spend countless hours mastering the exact wrong thing, possibly even leaving you worse off than you were before because you're practicing using the wrong motor control skill. Now, if you want to learn biking again the fastest way possible, just try this instead. I've kind of hammered the what not to do. Let's talk about what to do instead now. Let's talk about the holy trinity of progression. The holy trinity of progression is simply insight, inspiration, and integration. Okay? These sound like fluffy words, but they're actually very applicable to what to do and why. Now, a great coach, they can get to know you, your riding style, and what specifically you must improve on to hit your riding goals. Now, Shams and I have completed plenty of coaching sessions with riders, and we do it virtually. And uh, Shams does a lot of in-person coaching as well, but we do all of our coaching together online. And all we need to do is see a short clip of the riding of, to properly diagnose the challenge. Now, that's insight. Insight is proper diagnosis of the challenge, which brings us to the next part. That's inspiration. Inspiration, okay? So insight is basically telling you, here's where what you're doing, here's why you're doing it, here's what you need to do better. Inspiration is different from information. Information is just data points, okay? Kind of like a puzzle piece, but have you ever tried to put the wrong puzzle piece in the wrong place? It just doesn't work. Or maybe you've tried to put a puzzle together without a box to look at, you know, the picture on the front. That's exactly why it's very hard to find true inspiration from like a YouTube video sharing a tip or a trick or a technique if it's not delivered properly to you by an expert. So it's not just what the information is, it's how it's delivered. And inspiration is exactly the right puzzle piece for you at the right time, which leads to a direct aha realization of exactly what you need to improve now. This is what allows even beginner riders to start cornering, dropping, and playing on their bikes like they've been doing it for years within only a couple hours. Coaches who tell you it's all about the thousands of hours of practice, they either don't know how to give you the right inspiration or they're coaching a very large group of people and they can't give you the inspiration because they're telling everyone a general idea and they're not giving you what you need to progress quickly. So that's insight, that's inspiration. What about integration? Integration is taking those insights and inspirations and cementing them into your neural pathways. I'll talk about this more on another episode, but in short, integration is what people think of when they use muscle memory. Muscle memory isn't real. It's, it's not even a thing. People think it is. Muscles actually don't have memory at all. It's really your brain that remembers using a motor control skill. And motor control skills are learned through more than just repetition. Okay. Repetition is one of the most baseline, simple ways to learn something. And there are tools that only a skilled coach can give you. And the best coaches know when and how to use these tools to deliver you a rapid riding result instead of just spending hours doing a lame, boring drill. Now, for example, just repeating a drill again, hundreds of times, it will likely get you the result. Eventually you will learn the skill eventually, but 
It can be done in two or three repetitions in as little as that if you layer on other integration tools. For example, references. I used a reference to learn bunny hops in less than a few hours when my friend who taught me told me it was like a power clean in weightlifting. He knew that we had both done that together before. I already had a move that was nearly identical to what I needed to do for a bunny hop. So I just copied the feeling over to my bike and surprise, I was, I was able to bunny hop. Now, mental imagery is another one. Most people have no clue how to use it. Everyone's like, yeah, just visualize you doing it. Um, if, if your body doesn't have a motor control skill to use for the visualization, then it just doesn't work. <laughs> this is how I nearly doubled my bunny hop height in a single ride though. So mental imagery, it allows me to create a reference point. So it's like a volume limiter or a volume expander for a certain move I already know how to do. So I imagined, uh, I imagined this, my friend, they explained that you can only bunny hop as high as your front wheel, which is pretty true. So I imagine an obstacle a few feet in the air, which allowed me to focus on the right thing instead of just pushing down on my legs. Now, the reason why these worked was because my friend saw me riding, gave me insight into what I was doing, gave me inspiration by not only showing me what to do, but also giving me uh, a tool to build the, the move myself. And then we integrated it by using a tool of something else I had done before. So he just happened to know how to do this. He's a good friend, good coach. So at the end of the day, this is something that made it almost immediate for me. Isn't that what you want? So these are just some scrappy examples. Quite frankly, I used personally before I started working with an elite coach and coaching myself, uh, some other riders, but you get the point. Now that I've explained this whole you know, holy trinity of progression, so to speak, it just makes sense. You know, we go out and we spend thousands of dollars on our bike, we get the gear, we put all the pieces in place physically with the bike. And then we're, you know, like, think to yourself, are you going to bet your safety and your skills on something that a YouTube influencer said? Uh, and quite frankly, are you going to think that you're going to be able to build motor control skills in a single session or from watching YouTube videos. So like, that's the point of this entire conversation is to say, look, if you know where to find the right information and how to integrate it and how to get that inspiration and also really just do it in a fun way, that's the key to rapidly progressing. So hope you guys enjoyed these concepts today. Again, the Holy Trinity of progression insight, inspiration, and integration. Go find those things. Check the show notes for some links, and I will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks. Hey, everyone. This is Dave again. Thank you so much for listening in. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Share with your riding friends and follow us at mountainbikeacademy.com forward slash podcast. Also, if you love the show, help us help the riding community by leaving us a positive review. This allows more people to see, connect, get inspired, and it makes this world a better place to ride. Thanks so much for your help, and we'll see you on the next episode.